There are two words that are common to the first and the second reading. Wise or wisdom and foolishness. Be wise, don't be foolish. Be wise. Look for understanding. Forsake foolishness. And this is very important because many times we Catholics, let's say some Catholics, do not look for understanding, do not, do not, look, do not advance in the way of understanding, which means do not want to learn more about our faith. And when somebody comes and tells them, oh no, the, these priests have not been teaching you well all these years, because the Catholic Church is not Christian, and they begin to say many things. They begin, even there are people who say the Catholic Church is not a Bible-based religion. Well, forsake foolishness, because that's not true. We are reading the Bible here, the sacred scriptures. So we need to advance in the way of understanding. We need to learn more why we do things, why, why this, all these details in our faith and today we have something very important that we need to learn, and it's about the Eucharist. So we have been reading this same chapter, sixth chapter of St. John. We're going to read the sixth chapter of St. John the whole month of August, all the Sundays of August. And today we are reading verses 51 to 58. And Jesus is saying the same that he said in the previous verses, in the previous Sundays. I am the bread of life. And we have been preaching that when he says, I am the bread of life, he's speaking about himself. He's asking people that if you want to have eternal life, you need to believe in him. So we are talking about faith. And we are talking about the word of God. But today, he goes on. He goes deeper. Today, he asks us to move from faith to food from believing to eating and drinking. What does it mean? Well, he is very clear in the gospel. He says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you don't have eternal life. So the Jews, the Pharisees, and the disciples were listening to Jesus saying, I am the bread of life, I am the bread of life, you must eat the bread of life. And they were thinking, oh, maybe he's talking in a literal way. And then we hear in the gospel today, the Jews quarreled among themselves, asking, how can this man give us his flesh to eat and his blood to drink? And Jesus could have said, oh, no, 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 I'm not speaking in a literal way. No, you're, it's a misunderstanding. Let me explain you. No, he didn't do that. He even, he went deeper and he said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you don't have eternal life. And he began to go deeper and deeper and emphasize that it was, he was speaking in a literal way. So the Eucharist, when we come here and receive this bread and this wine that we give you, this is not a symbol. This is not something symbolic. Jesus said, 
do this in memory of me, and the Catholic Church has been doing that, celebrating the Eucharist for 2,000 years in the same way. Some people say, oh, no, the Mass is boring. We just repeat the same words and the same thing. Well, when you greet people, you say hi, you say good morning, good evening. You don't have to find different ways to greet people. There are some formulas. There are some rituals that we have as society, as human, as human beings. So the same happens here. It's a ritual. We are doing this in memory of Jesus Christ. We're doing the same with the same words that he said in the last, at the Last Supper. So this bread and this wine are truly, we Catholics believe, Jesus Christ present among us in a sacramental way. So it's not a symbol as other places teach because we hear in the reading that he's speaking in a real way. My body is true food and my blood is true drink, he says in the gospel. So what does it mean to drink his body and his blood? We cannot just come here and, and do this line and receive and, okay, give me some food because, you know, it's almost time for lunch and my, my, my stomach needs something. No, that's not, the, that's not the thing. If you're doing that, oh, my God. No, I know you're not doing that. But to receive Jesus, to receive the body and blood of Christ means that he will remain in you and you will remain in him. That's what he says in the gospel. What does it mean? For the Jewish people, or in the Bible, when we talk about blood, blood of animals, blood of human blood, we are talking uh, the life of the animal or the life of the person is in the blood. That's why the Jewish people didn't drink blood, the blood of the animals. They had to cook all this meat in a very different way because the life is in the blood. So when we get the body and blood of Jesus Christ, we are having the own life of Jesus. What does it mean? That when we leave this church, when we receive communion, we cannot continue to live as we usually live. Something should change in ourselves. If the Eucharist, if the faith, if the Christian faith it's not helping you to be a better citizen, a better Christian, a better human being. Something is not working. You're receiving graces. God will give you graces every day. But if nothing changes, maybe you're not understanding well what is this all about. So forsake foolishness and advance in the way of understanding. And the second reading from St. Paul to the Ephesians that we have been reading also the whole month of August, and it's a beautiful letter. He says, do not get drunk on wine, but be filled with the Spirit. We can take it two meanings. One, the literal meaning. Do not get drunk on wine. But do not get drunk on wine means also do not go behind ideologies. Do not go behind theories that doesn't help you in your life. 
Do not remain, do not stay with relationships that harm you. Do not get involved with teachings that don't help your life, but advance in the way of understanding. Read the scriptures, pray every day, meditate on the Word of God. And the second reading also, say, also says, sing psalms, thanksgiving, praise God. And that's what we do when we meet as a community. And let me give you a symbol. We have the, the altar here in the middle, almost in the middle of the church. If you stay over there, you cannot be close to each other. But when you come closer to Christ, when we come closer to receive communion, we become closer to each other. You see? So communion and coming closer to Jesus, when you come closer to Jesus, when you pray, when you advance in the understanding of your faith, you're going to meet more people who are in the same way, in the same process of Christian life. You're going to come closer as a community, as a family. And the Mass, what we are doing here, is a symbol of what society should be, the ideal society. We come here for a meal, for a banquet. We greet each other. Usually at Mass, we are not yelling out. We are not fighting with each other. Even if there are people from different tongues and races, we say hi, we say peace be with you. What we do here, communion, the Eucharist, bring us together. So if Jesus really comes to your life and you let him remain in you and Jesus remains in you, when you leave this church, you are supposed to be like Jesus, to bring that love that you receive at Mass to people who don't come to Mass, to people at work, at school, at your home. That's the idea of the Christian life. So when you receive communion today, when you receive the body and blood of Christ today, be very conscious of what are you doing with that, with that Jesus who is knocking at your door, who wants to remain with you, and hopefully you also want to remain with him.